The story so far. Before you know it, waves overwhelm the Viola. I'll go hunt, hunt, hunt. Yeah, go off by myself. You could. If we think there's anything more to discover. One year ago, four colleagues of yours were working aboard the cruise ship Prospero. When the ship sank, they were washed up on a remote island. Three of the four came back. I was going to head north and explore. A crumbly bit of ledge gives way. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself tumbling. No. You see lava spewing down the sides of the volcano. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. plateau shakes and you start to see shining bright yellow white lava spewing slowly but surely down the sides of the volcano in, in their direction or every direction Towards the camp as well as to them down the ravine if it's going towards they're going the, down they're here on the ravine so it might miss the camp you might be lucky we've sort of got the lake between us and the camp as well yeah. so that's true so yeah <clears throat> That might be okay, but Strat and Josh are definitely in even oh, more imminent danger. Yeah. Presumably we see this. Yes, as yeah. you're hiking through the jungle towards the the lake. Uh, you didn't know that there was a lake there, no. but now following... Uh, the tracks. Fo- yeah, following where they said they were going to go on, the, on your etched map, you head in that direction and you come across the lake and the geysers. And as you as you're marveling or standing in awe, looking at the geezers going off and, go, and noticing that Strat and Josh don't seem to be there. Yeah. Yeah, you see uh, the plume turn bright. You see lava start to cascade down. I've been listening to my instincts. Okay. And uh, by listening to my instincts, I want to know what the immediate danger that we're in right now. Roll it, and then we'll see how many questions you get to ask. Okay, cool. So it's Uh, a roll instinct. So I'm not facing animal danger, just just straight instinct. Oh, Oh. dear me. Well, that's a three. Ask one of those questions. Don't expect to like the answer. Okay. Um, What's the the least dangerous path to my goal? The goal goal is to find these guys. Yeah. So I want to know where these guys are and... How am I going to get there without with suffering the least amount of damage? Okay, having seen the geysers and everything. So, what's the least dangerous path to your goal? You rolled a fail, so you're not going to like the answer. Mm-hmm. The least dangerous path to rescue these two, or find these two, or to find to find them. Sorry, I mean it's it's through the geysers. You've got to go right, directly sure. through yeah. the the field of steam vents, geysers, deep holes full of. Uh, hot steam right I say, I say to Natalie um, right well uh, I have a feeling the, the lads are over there I can see there's a, there's a bit of bit of twine that's tied around a tree that sort of goes in that direction over there I think it might be them over there okay uh, but it's through these big steamy things I might just shout like Strat Josh guys I think you're probably too far away mm. okay um I, I'm going to attempt to follow the tracks to see if I can see the route that Josh took. 
Interesting. Okay, yeah, go for it. Roll instinct. Uh, it's a six. No, I don't get a bonus. It's just can a skill I help I anyway. Uh, how would you help? Um, by also looking, like <laughs> looking around, like because I've, I've spotted the vine. Maybe yeah. that might help. Yeah, you can roll help. Passing my morale. Uh, so that is eight ten. Okay, add two. Okay, so what does that take you up to? Uh, seven, I think. You get what you want, but there's some sort of cost, or it's not as effective. So maybe so you, know they've gone. We've got to go the long way round through the guises. We know exactly where they are, but yeah. we can't see the the best path to go there. Yeah, I think yeah. either. Uh, so you you can see where they went, and you've got an idea of the path that Josh took yeah. to avoid the geysers. But your choices are to stay reasonably safe from the geysers, but it'll take you a while. You don't know what sort of danger they'll get into in that time. Or to go a bit faster and potentially... I think there's a volcano going off. I need to be quick. And I think... And we can see that they've gone towards a cliff now, right? Yeah, because Josh worked out that Strat was going towards a cliff in this area. So yeah, you can. So we can see the cliff face, the cliff edge almost. Like maybe like a crumbled piece of rock, so Mm. which sort of looks like it was part of the series before. You know they must have gone that way and you can't see them. So you imagine the worst. Right. I'd like to go go there via tying the untying the knot and grabbing the vine Mm -hmm. that I saw lying on the ground. So that might even be more dangerous potentially. Oh, so what I'm going to do. I'm going to run for the geysers, run geysers through, yeah. pronounced, and then grab the vine and then run towards the edge. Roll instinct. Oh, God. Uh, oh. Seven. Eight. eight. I'm not going to burn them around. No, eight. Do I roll separately to do the same thing? Yes, please. That's also an eight. Pick one. Prevent harm to yourself or... Get yourself out of harm's way. Uh, Getting out of harm's way would be not going to the geezers, presumably, so we stay on our edge. No, it would be that you get through the geezers and are not in danger anymore. Well, what was the other one, sorry? Uh, prevent harm. So we. So you can get through in this kind of move. But take harm. But get hurt on the way, or you can stay safe, but you're still in danger. I'm going to get through. Like, so, sorry, not a... stay undamaged, but remain in danger. I'm going to take a morale hit to get through. Okay. Uh, you're scalded by one of the geezers yeah. as it goes off. As you miscalculate and it goes off, uh, but you manage to make it through the geezers onto the flat plateau. I think it makes more sense for me because I'm trying to get the vine. So I'm going to not take the morale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go sort of for the vine, mm-hmm. so I'm still in danger. Yeah. But I've not taken any damage yet. Okay. So do you want me to do another roll from the vine to the edge? Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're still, your geezers are still going off around you. Um, how do you get out of this? I'm going to sort of have a look around me, see whatever there is around the trees, if there's like any dropped leaves from the eruptions that might be going off. I'm just going to sort of like shove them up my sleeves and up my trousers legs and down my top and over my head and just sort of try and make any sort of barrier I can <laughs> between the steam and me. If okay. it's just like the smallest amount, it's going to help, right? All right, so, roll intellect. Ooh. That is a ten. Nice. You you avoid the danger, and if you go through the geezers again, you'll have plus one to okay. deal with them. Right, so I'm going to take the vine, and I'm going to go through the geezers. With your sleeves stuffed full of leaves. <laughs> yeah. They, some of them go off around you, but you're you're insulated, and you, you manage to get through. Cool. Uh, with, get through with fully, with full of morale still. Great. That was good. Look over the edge. 
Yeah. What do we see? Guys? Uh, Josh, me, I am sprawled out oh, like a God. starfish in a, an unnatural position towards the base. Not at the very bottom of this rim, but where it sort of uh, levels out slightly. I'm still on a bit of a bit of a decline. Uh, I seem to be awake and lucid, and you can't see any blood or any like broken bones, but I'm certainly in quite a bad way. Uh, so I, I fell, right? You were, you were in a position where you were, you were dangling. Oh, again. yes, I'm just dangling. And the lava is getting nearer. Uh, uh, I think the most immediate danger to you two right now, Josh and Strat, is tremors. Mm. Sure. Uh, that the ground is shaking as the volcano mm. awakes, mm. and uh, Josh, you might be shaken off your ledge, mm. and Strat, the piece of scrap that you've got jammed into a yeah. gap between two rocks might be shaken loose at any second. Mm-hmm. And would the vine be able to reach them that we've got? I think it could reach Strat. Okay. So I'm going to tie the pipe around the nearest stump or tree and chuck it down to Strat down the bottom. So, catch the vine, Strat! Uh, I will do that. And can you can you grab Josh at the same time? Are you, are you that close? No, I don't think Not I will. Close. He's really hurt. I should try and get to him still and maybe tie the vine around him and then maybe you can pull him up. I don't think the vine can reach him. Oh. Then I think you need to come down and help me with Josh. There's no way I can get him up by myself. And if we keep going down, we're going away from the lava and maybe we could double back round to, to the camp. So we're going to climb okay. down. Let's do it. So we're going to climb down to as far down the rope as we can go mm-hmm. and then free climb down to the ledge down to Josh? Yes, sir. It's we've got tool we've got like bits and scraps of tools and a couple of sharp sticks we can use as we we've got the sharp sticks, but we might probably have the tools and stuff yeah. back at the scrap that we found back at the base, maybe. I don't know. Don't know if we have to done. Well I'm I'm gonna say I still have pointy stick and bell sure. and arrow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go down to Josh and then we're gonna get them down the bottom of the hill. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm not vine not on the tree. Okay. Vine on my arrow jammed into the nice. mountain so we can get it back and keep the vine awesome once we've climbed off it okay so you slam it in mm-hmm. do you want me to go first or do you want me to go first I, you go first okay I start climbing down the rope okay so uh, the two of you can get to Strat's level using the vine mm-hmm. and the rest of the climb I think for if the three of you are all aiming to get down to Josh uh, I'd like some resolve rolls for <laughs> oh, really as you might climb and your muscles begin to scream with the effort. Even though Josh is on a lower level, this counts the as a group. Is together. Yeah. Can, I, okay. can I help us out by using my instincts to try and track the best path down to Josh? Yes, yeah, roll instincts for that. Mm, that's a six, man. Alright, so ask your, listen to your instincts question. Now, what is the least dangerous path to my goal? <laughs> um, the least dangerous path to Josh still involves an overhang. Ooh. So it's going to be a difficult climb. Okay, so we're going to get down the rope, free climb, Yeah. hoist the arrow with the rope on, mm-hmm. so we've got the rope back. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Going to jam the arrow back in the rock. Yeah. And then go down again, okay. all three of us. Free hang. One at a time. Yeah. The bit I'm hanging on to, is it yeah. still a gradient, like, or is it sheer? It's sort point? of, it's... It's not gradient, mm-hmm. but there are there is texture to it. There are it's kind of the rock is in layers, so yeah. it's it's not just flat. Yeah, uh, but it's not 
the base of the plateau is not flared out. It's not like a slope. Mm-hmm. But there are bits where there are shelves and there are bits where there are overhangs. What, what are you aiming at? What's well, the... I, I'm not a climber, but I was hoping to scope out a route where I could just let myself drop onto different plateaus. Kind of essentially just like slide down, essentially controlled falling down there. So I'm not actually relying on my strength. I'm just like aiming myself so at the next bit that I can land on. Drop yeah, exactly. Than... Yeah, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so for you, it's going to be intellect. Okay. I'm How just going to try and climb down. Climbing, so it's a resolve for that. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm going to climb as well. Great, resolve for you as well. Ooh, thank goodness for that delicious plus one to my resolve. <laughs> That's a ten for me. A ten for Starkey. Okay, so for you, uh, you do what you set out to do. Great, I scale down and get to Josh. Cool. Uh, yes, you've reached Josh. Josh. Mm-hmm. The beatific face of Star <laughs> smiles down at I'm you. I'm here, Josh. You're, you're looking much better with the beast things. It's much better now. Yes, yes. Uh, wonders. Books, wonders. Mm. Um, your makeup is fantastic. Oh, thank you, John. <laughs> uh, Nat, what did you get? I got a seven. A seven. Uh, choose one. Either it costs you time, resources, or morale, uh, or you don't manage it and you have to find a different way. Yeah, I mean, I guess if... If Starkey is with Josh, then someone is with him. It can take me a little bit longer. Okay, it takes you time. So Starkey is with Josh. Nat is still climbing. Strat, what do you get? Six. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're going to take one harm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just going to do yeah. this. is not an easy thing yeah. to do. And I'm just jumping down yeah. a cliff. And it's just going to take it completely out of me. I'm just exhausted by the time I get to the bottom. I like that. So mm. you get to the bottom and you are a wreck. Yeah. Mm. You're at zero morale. You're choosing exhausted. Yeah. Uh, so what this means is uh, you cannot regain morale or take action until the, the others can bring you plentiful nourishment. Mm. You need to regain oh your Christ. strength. Oh. <laughs> no. That was a bad decision. <laughs> I got some honeycomb on me. Oh, you do? Excellent. That's a, that's a yep, shot, a shot of, uh, of, of energy. Yeah. Got that's a load of sugar. And not, not quite the bloody base. The rum is gone, I'm afraid. It's <sighs> a big sugar shot, so mm. maybe. You never know. Starkey, what do you want to do with Josh? I want to try and get him back. Um, I'm going to sort of, um, sort of scan the situation look around my surroundings, sort of get a feel for what's around the place, and uh, I'm just going to trust my very basic survival skills just to sort of um, find the problem and, and snap it back into, into play. If he's got like, a dislocated shoulder, he's going to You know Dah! what? That is literally what I was going to say. In my head, a dislocated shoulder, and I've my back's all punctured with the glass bottle shot. So I, I, have no idea. Some of them out. I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm just going like, to have a feel mm. of it and just trust myself and go, oh, this next to swipe, mm. and knock it back. We, uh, we dancers are very densely packed with muscle, so I've probably absorbed quite a bit of it on the fall. <laughs> I think I've just popped a shoulder. Yeah, I think this is intellect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Intellect to see if you can di- effectively work out what the problem is and snap the right thing in the right direction. <laughs> Choose the right arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, that's a six. That's a five. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, you don't manage to... Like, Josh is still injured. Josh still is out of it and cannot regain morale. Sure. After you've done this, as uh, after you've spent the time to try and do this and it just doesn't seem to be working... 
Uh, at that point is when uh, Nat makes it to the same platform that you two are on. Here she comes to save the day. <laughs> Please save the day. <laughs> and because of the extra time that it took you to do that, you can now see up at the top of the plateau. First of all, you can't believe you've climbed that far. It's an amazing superhuman feat for people who were cruise ship entertainers only, <laughs> only a couple of days ago. Um, but you can see a worrying red-yellow light glow appearing at the top of the plateau that suggests that uh, you may not have long before it turns into a lava waterfall. Okay. Um, That'll sting. Okay, well we need to get moving, so who cannot move right now? So who is How how far away from the bottom of the ravine are we? Are we on the bottom now? You three, Starkey, Nat and Josh, are not quite at the bottom yet, but it's definitely within sight, like it's not the climb that you've already done is the majority of it. It's Fine. not going to be another really, really difficult climb. Fine. Sure. Okay. Right, so I'm going to sling Josh. Yeah. Uh, I, I do say, he's, I think he's hurt his shoulder. I'm not quite sure, but it, it's a little wall. Yeah. But your legs work. My legs are fine. He just put the shoulder in the wrong way, and I think it trapped a nerve. Okay, well, let's deal with that in a moment. Um... Yeah, he's not totally immobile. He's not total dead weight. He just can't really do anything or help with anything at the moment. He's in too much of a state. Well, I take his good arm and wrap it over my sort of shoulder shoulders and sort of grip him so this might be a little bit bumpy i'm afraid joshy but just uh hold on tight and i sort of just start sliding down the hill yep. towards strat i yeah, you... make sure i've pulled the the arrow and the vine and stuff and collected all that with me nice. and i'm gonna just slide down behind you mm-hmm. yep so the three of you uh come to strat who is lying panting <laughs> in the undergrowth <laughs> Welcome, one and all. You're listening to Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt, your compare for this production of Prospero and Viola, Act 8 of 10. While the performers do a quick scene change, let's take the chance to flick through the programme. Remember me banging on about the Audioverse Awards last year? The results are now in. It wasn't our year this time round but there are easily enough deserving winners to keep us all in podcasts until nominations open again. I'm especially happy to see Campaign Skyjacks being recognised for its players, direction and music, and Within the Wires for its writing and for Lee Lebreton's performance as Michael Witten. You can find the big list of winners at audioverseawards.net. I'm going to be at the London Tabletop Industry Networking Night on the 31st of January, hoping to meet some other podcasters and game designers and generally be nosy about what other people nearby are up to. If you make games or game-related things and you can make it to Stratford in London on a Friday evening, you can search for London Tabletop Industry Networking on Eventbrite or Facebook for details. It's free, but I think you are supposed to book so they can sort out numbers. And then the very next day, Saturday 1st of February, Alex and I are heading to Birmingham to exhibit in the Podcasters Promenade at the Pod UK convention. If you're still on the fence about coming to this one, you need to make your mind up soon, because I'm hearing that it's very nearly sold out. You can get tickets at rocksaltevents.com slash poduk2020, and keep an eye on my Twitter at MerelyMJ and the Merely Roleplayers Twitter at MerelyRoleplay for details of where to find us on the day. Just before we raise the curtain once again, we've got a trailer from The GM and Me, a fellow member of the UK and Ireland Tabletop RPGs podcasters community. 
The GM and Me is a duet play podcast with one game master running games for just one player. Take a listen, and then we're jumping ahead a year to join the crew of the Viola. Oh, hello. Come in, take a seat, why don't you? Let me pour you a drink. <laughs> don't worry about that. This one's on the house. You know, I've had all sorts pass through here over the years, and they've all got stories to share. Yeah, I've had Kelly Perkins, a hero from Earth sent to save a colony on Mars, no less. I've had Captain Thomas Burton. He was in the British Army during the First World War, don't you know? Came face to face with a mythical beast from beyond the stars. <laughs> and then there was Fen Falstock, a bounty hunter from a galaxy far, far away. And on this particular job, his life got turned upside down. Fate's a fickle mistress, but she always leaves us with a tale to tell. And something I've noticed about these tales over the years is they all start the same way. That adventurer comes in and they order their drink and they say to me, Barkeep, let me tell you a story. And then they look me square in the eye and they say, it all started with the Game Master and me. To find out more, follow us on Twitter at the GM and Me or visit our website, thegamemasterandme.com. Vicky clears out the fish, Ugh. spends some time doing it. Complains it's... loudly about it. Yeah, it takes time, but nothing else. Alex is hunting. Mm-hmm. I'm having a scout. Okay, cool. In the grasslands. Uh, and Dave, what are you doing? I'm making a fire. Cool. So you're after firewood. In fact, there is. That's. Well, I was going to use the pallet beds if uh, I had to. There's also firewood oh. on the shelter. Yeah. Well done, that. the other team. Yeah, well done. Didn't they do well? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they didn't try and fight a pig as soon as they arrived. Scare us with crocodiles, get wrapped up with a conger eel, goddamn. So yeah, I'll, I'll just okay. start with, and I've got the flint, so I just need you to find have. a bit of, there's probably a little bit of uh, kindling around. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fine. Even some just dry, dry palm leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so uh, Dave and Vicky spend the evening uh, as, the, as, the night, <laughs> as the night draws in. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Clearing out the shelter, cool. making a fire, making mm-hmm. sure that you all have a safe place to sleep for the night. Ellen, mm-hmm. uh, what are you heading into the grassland looking for? Are you just having a general look-see, or is there something that you're after there? I think that I'm trying to scout this kind of corner, if mm-hmm. I can, oh, yeah. of the island. Okay, so you want to go through the grassland, yeah, Just maybe. to see, because I, th- I, think, I think I'm still convinced that Strat's here somewhere. And I want to see if I can see any kind of sign of, of like human okay. occupation. Or, you know, the rest of a paddle steamer. <laughs> the rest of a paddle steamer yeah. slash spaceship, <laughs> apparently. All right, yeah. signs of life. Yes. Uh, okay, roll instinct. Uh, zero, great. Uh, I am by myself. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll Do you consider this a giant risk? No, but I put slash risk. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Sl- yeah, go for it then. <laughs> Thank you. I think wandering around the island yeah, on your own it seems to be pretty dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you you were going. You said you were going through the grassland and you wanted to fill in this blank yeah. area, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can just be more grassland if you like, or you can change the terrain, whatever you want it to be, because mm-hmm. you rolled really well. You do find what you're looking for, and there is danger in the way, but you decide you get to decide what it is. Okay. So. Talk to us about what you find as you right. head through this grassland. Okay. So I think as I come out of the woodland, the terrain sort of flattens out. 
And whereas what's behind me is quite rocky and hilly and you can't see very far, I feel like the the land leading down to the the shore here, leading down to like the mon- um, mangrovey bit, is quite gentle rolling plain. It's mm. not. There's nothing blocking my view. And yeah, I'd say grassland, grassland continuing. Mm-hmm. And I think that means that I can almost see in the dying light to the shore. And along that path, I can see a building of some kind, or what I think is a building. Mm. Like, Ooh. slightly silhouetted. Just against... something that doesn't look natural. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look natural. It's a shape you with edges. What? I think this is a mystery. Great. Bum, bum, bum. I haven't had a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you can see some sort of artificial structure that doesn't look natural. Mm -hmm. You're pretty sure this is the evidence that you were looking for. Mm -hmm. Before you can get there, there's some sort of danger you're going to have to face. What do you think it is? I think that it's getting dark is the problem. I have no idea what's out there. Um, I don't know what animals Mm. inhabit this area, and it's getting dark. So as much as I like to take risks... There is no way I'm going to make it to whatever that object is in the dark without being attacked by God knows how many things. Yeah. Yeah, I think, in fact... Or losing your way. Or losing my way. Lost, yeah. lost forever, do a strat. Fall yes. down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think the, the main danger... It seems quite fairly quiet, but mm-hmm. the main danger of the fact that night is falling is that you're not sure you'll be able to find your way yeah. back. Okay, sure. Yeah. So what would you like to do? Do you want to press on and risk <laughs> not being able to find your way back? You can still roll to try and do mm-hmm. that. Or do you want to head back now while you know that you can make it back to camp. I think I'm going to take a risk (laughs) and head out by myself. So you head down this uh, rolling grassy prairie Mm -hmm. kind of terrain. You see the grass rustle in places like Mm -hmm. there there are little small animals running around but they don't seem like they're they they're like skittish and moving away okay. and seem to be scared of you rather than like stalking you. Mm-hmm. You see the odd tr- slightly taller tree. Um, one of them's got a beehive on it, uh, okay. which is where you imagine the honeycomb that was in mm, the uh, in the camp sense. must have come from. But as you approach this structure, the closer you get, the more you're thinking, "Is that no? It can't be." But the closer you get, you're going, "It can't be anything else. It's unmistakable." Up on high stilts. No. Yeah. In this... Kind of on near the shore. Uh, yeah. As you approach the shore, heading down this uh, this rolling plain. It's Brighton Pier. <laughs> <laughs> but not... So inland, not on the coast. I think it can it can straddle a little. Yeah, it can, but be, it can be projecting not... into, into the sea. If that, I think that's probably the most yeah. sensible place I mean, that's the it. most sensible place for yeah. it, because it is, after all, a pier. Yeah. Yeah. Just because the ship is... The little steamboat is in the most sensible place <laughs> for a steamboat. How do we not see that when we land in the swamp? It's definitely <laughs> what a pier looks like. We were very distracted by the old uh, crocodile. And it was dark. I didn't see that at all. No, it was, it was getting dark. Mm. right. It was nearly dark. This is clearly... Impossible and mysterious. Mm -hmm. But perhaps, I don't know, you can tell us what your reaction to this is, because it might not be as extreme as some of the others, because you recognise this, Mm -hmm. you have memories associated with it. Yeah. But maybe this version of you that you are right now also has been to Brighton Pier, so maybe it wouldn't be weird that you recognise it. It would be, wouldn't be re- weird that I recognise mm. it. The fact that it's here, mm. it's not okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think all the amount of, of like doubt I had earlier, the others going on about weird spaceships, stuff. 
I'm starting to worry that whatever has got into them has got into me. I thought I was safe from the craziness. But what I'm seeing is, is legitimately Brighton Pier. It says Brighton Pier on an arch over it. It yep. can't just be someone making a version of Brighton Pier for funsies. Nobody lives here. <laughs> so are you confronting this idea head on? Are you really trying to wrap your head around it? I think... I'm sort of glad that something has happened that means that my my crew friends are not mental and that it makes it more legitimate and I am experiencing my own version of this phenomenal. Um, so I think I'm going to go on the pier. I'm going to have okay. a little look, make All sure right, it is what it. I think it is. Cool. You step onto the pier. Seems solid. Feels like stepping onto wooden planks yeah. like it's supposed to. Yeah, it doesn't feel newly built. No, no, no it seems weathered. Okay. Uh, the paint is peeling off of the balustrades. Are there food stalls? <laughs> there are. Any falls? <laughs> <laughs> there are stalls. There are arcades. Everything is still and Maybe. quiet. Okay, this is very disturbing. I think that I want everyone else to see this and for them to verify that it is real and actually there. So I don't know whether I should go back and get them now or spend the night where I am. <laughs> okay, I'm going to I'm going to try and get back to camp now and like mentally take a picture of where I've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to try and get back to everyone about it. Do you kind of compartmentalize the mystery or are you actively like considering it and trying to th- Think your way around it because there's a role that you can do to ask. Okay, questions yeah. If you want to do that, but I think you don't I would to. like to, uh, yeah, ask some questions in my own head about as I'm. Can I do it as I'm like walking back to camp? We'll we'll play it out as you're okay. on the pier because that seems like the sensible place Fine. to be considering the question. So roll resolve. Okay, a minus one. Great. But you are taking a big risk by being oh, here. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's okay. <laughs> Oh, seven. Seven. Um, ask two questions and I will answer them. How does it connect to other mysteries we've discovered? All the mysterious things you found on this island are things that seem weirdly familiar to the four of you. Mm-hmm. The four of you seem to be the common denominator. It's like the island is serving up mysteries for you. And it gets you thinking about, would these same things be here if we hadn't been shipwrecked here? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. How did it get here? It looks like it's always been here. It looks like it was built on this shore. Like, it doesn't look like it's been, like, dropped here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it's been, I don't know, teleported here, whatever that would look like. It looks like this is where it's been built. Right. With that in mind, I want to get back as soon as I possibly can. <laughs> so, to not get lost on the way back, uh, roll instinct. Ooh, seven. You can get back, but it'll cost you either time, morale, or some sort of resource. I don't have anything with me. <laughs> um I'll go. I'm on a two morale, so I think I can turn up feeling a bit like oh shit. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, I'm going with morale. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It it tires you out, and also like there are points where you think you're lost, and it takes a mental toll on you. The thought that you might just be alone on this island among who knows what dangers. Okay. Uh, but you make it back to camp. 
Alex, you were going hunting. Going hunting. You're going hunting in the woods. I'm going to go hunting in the woods, yes. Great. Roll instinct. Nice. Brilliant. Uh, you, you get a good look at your goal, mm-hmm. which was some food mm-hmm. yep. of whatever description you want. Mm-hmm. You get a good look at the danger that you'll have to overcome to reach it. Mm-hmm. You get to say what that danger is, and you get plus one against it. Uh, my goal was some sort of food, and I think I find like a little group of sort of like nesting birds. Mm. Danger is a particularly sharp blade of grass. <laughs> Just lone blade of grass. Um, I think it's darkness as well. Okay. Because we, we, it's getting it's getting dark. I'm in a forest. You don't have a torch. I don't have a torch. So I think that's the danger that I'm currently facing. Okay. So it's that on your way back, you might mm-hmm. trip in the darkness. Mm-hmm. You might get lost in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay. In which case... Describe to us how you you achieve your goal. You get mm-hmm. some food. Well, I very very quietly sneak up on it, and <laughs> I'll give it a shank. <laughs> <laughs> you get some nesting birds and you get some eggs. I get some eggs. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. I am not sure if I take the eggs. Mm. I feel a bit bad about that. I don't know. Having why. just killed the parents. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But there's more than one of them, so like, All right. okay. it's not just. So, you fried eggs, Alex. Well, we know where they are. Okay, fine. And when there's more birds, there's more eggs. So I'm thinking about longevity. Okay, cool. And I don't yeah. disturb the nest because then they'll run away. Doing a bit of animal husbandry. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, I'm playing the long game. Um, so yeah, I uh, sling the little bird over my back and uh, start making my way back. Okay, how do you go about mitigating the danger of the darkness? I just go really, really slowly. Mm-hmm. I don't like start running anywhere. I know that the way that I got here was relatively safe and sensible, so I try and restate, retrace my steps as best as I can, and I just take my time and uh, I start using my peripheral vision because when it's darker, your peripheral vision is a lot better than the forward vision um, due to the rods and cones in your eyes. Every, that is science fact. Every day is a school day. Yeah, every day is a school is. day. Mid yeah. role players. Well, roll intellect then. Thank you very much. Uh, it's minus one, but it's plus one because of the. Did I get plus one? Uh, to because it? you have plus yeah. one to defend against this danger. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. So, so you're uh, so it's well. zero. That's a six, which is a five, which is a fail, isn't it? Yes. I'm going to give you the choice. Uh, Do you injure yourself but get back to camp? Mm -hmm. Uh, Or do you get lost and have to spend the night in the woods? (laughs) Such a good choice. I know, right? I think given I'm going to injure myself because I've still got morale to be lost and I get back to camp because then I can recharge it so that, how do you injure yourself in the dark do you think is it a, a trip yes a trip Sp- uh, sprain break you're not sure Ooh. Ooh. oh oh boy uh, you're hobbling yeah so you're you're hobbling yeah. uh, you twist your foot under a protruding root in the dark oh, um, man. and cry out in the darkness uh, so take one harm okay Oh, okay, no. exhaustion, despair, injury, or death. Oh, it sounds like injury. Yeah, injury. Yeah. So you manage to drag yourself back to camp and then collapse. Oh, poor and so Alex. Vicky and Dave, you've managed to start a nice fire mm-hmm. and clear out the shelter when Alex collapses at the tree line. Uh, clutching his ankle, he's got some nice little. He's, he's got, got a, a, he's got a brace, a brace <laughs> of little birds to him. Yeah. 
but he will require you to somehow fix yeah. his ankle before he can regain any morale. Well, we'll see so how it feels. Like. What happened to your ankle? I tripped in the darkness. Didn't you see it? Right. The darkness? No. <laughs> Let's bring him over to the fire. So I support Alex over to the fire. Uh, one of us needs to de-feather the birds while the other tends to Alex. Which do you want to do? Well, I'm by a fire, so I'm going to be really good at whatever we're doing. Yes. So shall I help Alex? Yes, okay. So that seems more important yeah. than defeathering the birds. Well, I was thinking, like, getting some food inside everyone would mm. probably be helpful. Okay. Um, and as you're discussing this, Ellen arrives in the firelight. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to be very excited to tell you all until I realise that Alex is there. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I... Oh, we'll deal with this uh, Okay. No, no, keep talking. It'll, it'll probably like make me feel a little bit better yeah. to get my mind Take off it. Yeah. Could I use this as a way to boost his morale? You can't he's... boost his morale until he fixes his ankle. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. so okay. Shall I, I'm going to attempt that to... Thing up. But potentially, so maybe hold that thought. I'm going to hold the thought. <laughs> so I'll fix his ankle. How do you go about doing that? Um, I get two sticks, put it either side of his ankle, and then tie a rope around it. That's okay. how you fix things, right? Sure, roll Very intellect. <laughs> to make yourself a splint. Um, because you're near a fire, you get plus. Something. I get yeah, plus, plus one, one, but I also get minus one because my intellect's very bad. Oh dear! So I'm actually at seven. So it'll. Oh my god! Either <laughs> the splint will work reliably, or it'll work now. Oh, we probably yeah. reliably is better. I think now is better because we could always make him something else if we have to go somewhere else, right? So it works as long as you don't move it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to stay yeah. here. Yeah, now. yeah, that's nice actually. So yeah. you managed to splint it well enough that it it'll be in a good position in the night yeah. to like take some of the yeah. pressure off it, mm. which means uh, Alex, you're no longer injured. Okay, hey. it's very speedily removed. Perfect. So now, guys, yeah, some um, news. Tell guys, what's going um, on? So uh, don't be angry. Um, I went off by myself. Um, went we for thought a you were sorry, um, but everything was fine. Uh, I didn't hurt myself, but I found. Um, I don't know if you're going to believe me. Brighton Pier? What? No, no, legit. Brighton Pier. Like, just there. Yep, not a remake model of it. Brighton the, Pier. The legit Brighton Pier? Yep. The, just the structure, or...? Nope, the whole thing. The whole thing. It's got arcades, it's got ice cream stalls. But no Nobody's on it. Yeah. But I felt this weird feeling... And I thought you guys were crazy, but genuinely, I felt like I'd been there before. And I don't mean, like, obviously, I've been to Brighton. Yeah. But I mean, like, I've been there not as me. I've been there in a completely different context that sort of contains some kind of artistic embarrassment. (laughs) That's very specific. I really can't put it any better than that. You have a strange memory that is almost like it's a second-hand memory, like it's something you remember seeing on TV or something you remember somebody telling you of crowds of people leaping from the pier (laughs) that you know that you have never experienced. That would have been in the news, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've never heard of crowds of people leaping from Brighton Pier. Okay. I mean, this is weird, but ultimately, given the other stuff that we've found today, yeah. kind of par for the course. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least what we're all mad now. Little, yeah. What, what about this big wheel from a paddle steamer, then? Yeah. Like, like, I haven't had anything nope. about that. Alex? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to keep that under, under wraps until... Well, because I didn't want any more weirdness. And now that we've all experienced it, I thought, yeah, it's probably good. To, yeah, no, I've had exactly the same 
similar feelings but like more a sense of like impending doom um or like danger or threat or something are you okay sleeping here yeah no it's not like that it is a threat now but it was a threat at some point that's what you're associating yeah yeah it's they're all so specific aren't they these feelings but they're not the same Mm. exactly so and a large explosion and a large explosion and so the paddle steam is real. The he- there must be a helicopter. Was it a helicopter? They said helicopter was real. What else did they say? The steamer was real. The steamer, the steamer, the steamer in the helicopter. Real. Which the means... Thing. Island. The island. island. Oh, okay. this island. Okay. Because that was going to be my next question. Wait. Because if the spaceship's real and the Brighton Pier is real, mm. the island is putting them here? Question mark, question mark. Maybe. Don't know. I want to solve a mystery. Please do. I mean, I feel like I actually don't have a question, but I just feel like it would be a good thing to do right now. Why the hell not? Okay, so I got a plus one for pursuing a mystery. Does this count? Mm, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. just focused on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a plus one for everyone being together. Yeah. And I get a plus one for my intellect for this move. Wow. Okay. Which is good, because that is a four. So it's a seven. Oof. Ask a question, but I'm going to answer it. Okay, fair. No, that, that seems fair. Uh, I think I'm going to ask... Um, can we control what the yeah. island is... That's a good question. ...producing? Yeah. Yeah. If uh, these things yeah. are here because we're here. If, mm. Yeah, if these things are here because we're here, have we got any control over yeah. them? Yeah. In terms of things that appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biscuits, biscuits. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's the number one thing we'll be asking for. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. You have, in, and in fact, in as you're talking out, Vicky, mm-hmm. your thoughts about this, this actually catches something that rings a bell for Alex about being able to mentally influence the shape of something. So, yeah, Vicky, between that and between your now stronger and stronger, like, ghost memories... Yeah. You start to get the inkling that these anything that's here that's strange that's giving you these strange feelings that you might be able to exert some control over their shape if you kind of apply yourself enough yeah and that there will be danger to you to do that you Mm -hmm. know that as well yeah okay browser been listening to merely role players in this season vicky dave ellen alex nat strat starkey and josh all play themselves sort of in a game designed and run by matt like most of our games this one's powered by the apocalypse you can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta if you enjoy the program Let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Listen Notes, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode.
We didn't bring any kind of like medical equipment or knowledge, did we? No. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm first aid trained. So <laughs> oh, great, good. You had plenty of first aid equipment on the boat. In the bloody mm. backpacks. But you chose the compass and <laughs> the tinder box. So take one. I couldn't take one handy. thing. Yeah. Could I only take one thing? I couldn't take, I wasn't allowed to take a rucksack, was I? No. Oh, thank God, otherwise I'd be living. <laughs> yeah. So one thing um, is my rucksack full of supplies. <laughs> 